And we're live from BetMGM at National Harbor. Trista Crick, Nick Ashu, PJ Glasser in for Ryan Horvat tonight. We do have the Wizards and Pistons starting, as you brought up, PJ. Two of the best teams in the NBA. A combined four and 28. Oh, my God. That under looks pretty good, Peach. It's 8-10 <laughs> with seven minutes left in the first court quarter. I would hope so, Trista. I mean, these two teams with all the bricks they throw up should be building <laughs> houses. So, But then there's the defense thing. They don't play defense, so then you... God, it's but you know what? The offense that. is worse than the defense. So yeah. It really is. Mm -hmm. It's it's gross. It's terrible basketball. Or my suggestion would be just don't even bet just anything on that stupid game well, and just stay away because you never know. It's, prob Ugh. it's probably the best advice. It's probably the best. Yeah. It's the best choice, you know. They're... <laughs> Except for Jordan Poole, mm -hmm. you know. Always going on the unders with Jordan Poole so far this year. All right, Brad Evans jumps on with us in his usual spot. Co-host live on the line. Uh, this is not the matchup, obviously, Brad, that we had last week. But there's still a lot of, especially in the, the, the props market, there's a lot of intriguing little angles that we could take on this. First off, just sides and totals for you. What are you on tonight, if anything, on those? Well, I'm rooting for a, 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 a Bears uh, losing streak to continue, guys, because uh, obviously <laughs> as a Chicago Bears fan, I want them to solidify their standing at number one, number two in the NFL draft uh, so they go out there and crush it or just ruin uh, the NFL draft experience for your boy uh, come 2024. But I will say this, uh, in the SGP market, this is how I'm playing this bad boy. Give me the Vikes on the money line. I'm going to take the total down to 33 and a half oh, and hit damn. that over. You put those two together you can get it right now plus money at bet mgm because uh, i think uh, defense could be optional especially for the bears uh when it comes to defending the pass and they're incredibly stiff and stout defending the run number two in the national football league and rush epa defense are only giving up 3.37 yards for carry to opposing running backs but on the back end a wee bit leaky you could say uh so as a result uh, i got this game 23 to 20 i think it will be nice and snug but Minnesota there within their friendly confines and not playing out there in the chilly air will get the job done in the end. So SGP is the way I'm playing it. Brad, one of the most bet props tonight, I think the most bet prop is DJ Moore. We know that the connection with Justin Fields is really, really good. The yards speak for themselves. The target share speaks for itself, especially considering the time that Justin Fields has been healthy. But are you a little concerned, given that I think like, Every single person giving out bets is on that tonight. Uh, I am not a member of every single person giving out that wager. Uh, just to be truthful uh, with you, Trista, uh, you know, if I had a lead, it would honestly be a little bit to the over. Hey, Mr. DJ. I mean, he can throw a party in the box for sure. Why not? Again, I think the Bears are going to be feisty. I think they're going to be competitive in this game. You can throw on the Minnesota Vikings. If there is a defensive weakness of this unit, uh, it's in that capacity. They're middling number 14 in the NFL and EP pass defense. Uh, more, you know, will have the target share. Should see around six or seven looks in this game. And if the script at all goes negative, uh, you know that Justin Fields could be uh, lining him up there in the crosshairs. So if I had a lean in any market, it would be the over on receptions for DJ Moore, uh, but I ain't playing it. Uh, there are other receivers uh, as a member of the Chicago Bears that I prefer, one being Cole with the last name Komet. Brad, would you do anything with the quarterback's rushing yards tonight? I feel like it's rare in an NFL game that we see two quarterbacks who have the ability to run like Dobbs and Fields do tonight. You look at Fields' prop, is it 57 and a half, Dobbs 36 and a half? Wow. Either of those, do you like them? 
Well, I liked it a hell of a lot better at 52 and a half is what I grabbed the number at at Justin Fields all that over, and it's already spiking up to 57 and a half. So here's how I would play this, and you can, uh, you know, in, in investigate this market at BetMGM. Who is going to lead this game in rush yards? I think it's going to be a quarterback, and I think it's going to be Fields, quite honestly. I grabbed it at plus 195 earlier today, and I think it's entirely doable. And you look at Minnesota. Uh, middle of the pack in terms of pressure rate, uh, but they are a blitz-happy team. And uh, when you bring that kind of heat to the pocket, you know that Justin Fields will read, react, uh, tuck, tail, and run. He's going to be booking it, I think, early and often in this game. So I think entirely possible he's going to clip 60 yards. So if you want to play it up to 57.5 rush yards, I would not do that. I kind of drew the line in the sand at 55.5, but I got it 52.5. You know, it's it's your money. Do whatever you want with it. But uh, I think Fields will lead this game in rushing yards. He's not going to go out and do what he did against another NFC North opponent like he did last week against Detroit, which he had 18 carries for a hundo on the ground. But uh, it's probably going to be 10, maybe 11 touches on the ground for him. And again, I think he's got to finish in that 60 to 70 range, which should set the pace in rushing yards among any single player in this game. As far as Dobbs goes, I'm not touching that market. The Bears are dead last in the NFL in pressure rate at 16.9%. And on top of that, I mentioned how stout their run defense has been this entire year. If I had to lean on Dobbs, honestly, it would be on the under with the rush yards. I think uh, tonight he's going to do more damage with a howitzer attached to that uh, pastronaut frame instead with the legs. Yeah, Brad, and you, you, you mentioned obviously not getting the 18 carries for 104 yards like we got from Justin Fields. I think we, nobody can expect that from a quarterback every single week. But is it safe to say now that it's woken up enough to say, yeah, we need Justin Fields to be a little more of this versus what we saw at the beginning of the year. Yeah. We were sitting there going, is he going to run the football at all anymore? Yeah, look, uh, the, I think the Bears are coming to the realization that y- you can't teach an old dog new tricks. You know, what Fields likes to do is be the ultimate scoring duelist. He's a guy that can get it done with the arm indication. We've seen him throw for multiple touchdowns in a single game a couple of times already this season. He had a 4 TD effort just a few weeks ago. Uh, but, you know, deep down, he's a guy that wants to just spring loose uh, when the opportunity presents itself. And he really chews up real estate in that regard. He's so explosive reading reacting and taking off on the ground that uh why try to change if it ain't broke why try to fix it Uh, i think he is the quarterback of the present for this franchise obviously and of the future again there were some rumblings that hey maybe the bears got to look at caleb williams uh if they land the number one overall pick uh whether uh, from their own uh disregards or whether now it's from the carolina panthers i think that's out of the equation now i think justin fields is here to stay as the starter but let Justin be Justin. Let the guy run. He's magnificent in that capacity. Speaking of running, I want to get your thoughts now that Dante Foreman is not going to play. How do you think the game script is going to go, and how do you think both running backs for the Chicago Bears are going to be used, Roshan and Khalil Herbert? Yeah, I think Khalil's going to lead the opportunity share. If I had a handicap at Trista, I think it's going to be probably 70-30 in favor of Herbert in this game. Um, you know, I think that's the, the most viable competition for Justin Fields and leading this game in overall rush yards. And what could ultimately torch my ticket is how well he performs 
on the ground. I think Herbert, uh, you know, could do some sizable damage as a receiver in this game. Uh, I saw the prop at BetMGM of just 10 and a half receiving yards for him earlier today. I would still slam that over. I think it's going to be 15 to 20 receiving yards for him in the end. Again, given the blitz-heavy capacity of this Minnesota Vikings defense, and if, you know, uh, Fields can read that and check down to Herbert, he could have uh, plenty of space there to operate and scoot up field for some sizable gains. Uh, I think Roshan Johnson probably going to get you around uh, seven, maybe eight touches in this game. A couple coming as a dump-off receiving option. Uh, but Herbert, a guy, if you're depending on him, say, for a fantasy football win tonight, you are praying he gets around 60 to 70 combined yards. I think that is very much on the table with a lot of that coming through the air, not necessarily on the ground. Brad, I want to shift some gears with you to uh, some other teams in the NFL. I want to talk to you about the Steelers because, obviously, they got rid of Matt Canada. We watched him yesterday against the Bengals. They gained 400 yards in that game. Pat Fryermuth had nine receptions for 120 <laughs> yards. I, I mean, do you think that this is something to watch moving forward? Obviously, the tight end position, especially in fantasy football, you know, it's Kelsey now that Andrews is hurt. It's Kelsey, it's Kittle, it's Hawkinson. Do you think Fryermuth could be a guy to watch moving forward? Smooth. Yeah, man. He was spectacular. He was dynamite. He was scintillating yesterday. Just getting force fed. And he was wide open repeatedly across the middle of the field. Uh, the opposition was just allergic to defending that portion of the field. So as a result, uh, Kenny Pickett read, recognized, and actually threw balls beyond 10 yards, uh, which was an encouraging sign, right? You know, before the game, we had heard that Jalen Ward was going to get more touches, in which he did. Uh, it was still spectacular in doses of Najee Harris uh, led this team in rushing. He was dynamite in his own form and fashion. Uh, but also we heard that George Pickens, was going to be fed a little bit more. That wasn't the case. Uh, you know, three catches nearly 60 yards, but it was fire booth across the middle of the field, taking advantage of what the defense gave him. Now, here's the good news. I will say this. Fire booth is going to be a top 10 lock this week in my fantasy football rankings ahead of week 13 because uh, you get the Desert Birds uh, there are the Arizona Cardinals, who are laughing stock right now defensively. They're in competition for the number one overall pick with the Bears. Of course, the Bears own the rights to the Carolina Panthers uh, selection. Uh, so I think Jalen Warren's going to go absolutely ham in this game. Najee Harris uh, could duplicate his efforts from this past week. Uh, Fire move probably not going to go over the century mark, but maybe we're going to get 50 to 60 yards out of him. Deontay Johnson. Uh, George Pickens, another get-right situation to build off the positivity of what uh, Pittsburgh put on the board this past week, and they carry it over at home against Arizona this weekend. It is going to be a smackdown of epic proportions. Talking to Brad Evans, BetMGM tonight. Uh, the big game NFL-wise in Week 13 is obviously 49ers at Eagles. Uh, 49ers, two-and-a-half-point favorites. Totals 46-and-a-half in that. Do you have any leans or maybe already a play that you've made in that game or maybe just a feel for what you think is going to happen? Yeah, we saw a significant line movement, right? Uh, I bet him GM last night. This line opened with Philadelphia laying the un punto. And then I woke up this morning, prepared for live on the line, and it shifted to San Francisco minus two and a half. And I'm going to side with the money here. I'm going to side with uh, where the direction is moving. I think the Niners are bar none the best team in uh, professional tackle football at the moment. Uh, the advanced analytics pointed out, you guys know I'm a numbers nerd. So looking at the EPA data, I mean, they are the the only team that is top six in EPA, uh, total offense, EPA, 
total defense. So whether you look at the numerics, whether you look at the visualizations or the eye test, uh, they pass every test with flying colors. And Brock Purdy, oh, and he's so Purdy, uh, really firing all cylinders right now. And when he got Christian McCaffrey, Brandon Ayuk has become one of the better field stretchers in the NFL. Uh, George Kittle getting it done, whether as a run blocker when tied to the line or when freed, he can obviously get some massive gains in his own right. Uh, I like everything this team is doing. They've improved substantially. I feel on the back end defensively, we know how ferocious they are up front, allowing well south of 70 rush yards per game to opposing running backs. So, uh, yeah, I know Jalen Hurts uh, is a front runner right now for the MVP conversation with what I feel is largely lackluster numbers, but it's a quarterback popularity award, so be it. But the real MVP in this game is going to show that he is that, and that is Christian McCaffrey. I think he's going to be unstoppable, a multi-TD game, and was going to put his name on the MVP map. Uh, Though voters will say, oh, you don't play quarterback. Sorry. I want to shift over to college really fast. So my Ducks, as much as I love them, I think, Brad, this is the best Ducks team in in my lifetime. Uh, They are, though, nine-and-a-half-point favorites on a neutral against Washington. Is Michael Penix somehow, has he disappeared? Has their wide receiver core disappeared? I'm not sure what to make of that line. It feels like I have to take Washington, Brad. Do you have a feel on this one? Yeah, Tristan, I'm kind of with you. I saw that, and I was miffed, uh, to say the least, when that line opened as large as it did. I mean, you look at Oregon. Uh, the advanced analytics uh, just point them in a sterling direction. Uh, I mean, they're a sensational offensive team, number one in college football, and EPA uh, total offense. And, and defensively, they're no slashes either. It, you know, really botting up the run uh, pretty well, uh, doing it uh, on the back end uh, to boot. And, you know, if you are playing at that high a level, against this a Washington Husky team. And I know it's mush, Huskies mush. Uh, they've been certainly doing a lot of that this year, but their vulnerability is defensively. And the EPA data supports that uh, outside the top 30 nationally in EPA per play defense. So uh, we'll see what version arise. I, I feel this game is going to be more dip and tuck. I'm with you there. I think nine and a half points, a little bit too high. I say the Ducks win this sucker but I think it's only by a touchdown with the extra point or a touchdown, the two point conversion. And if they achieve that, well, that ain't 10 points. Uh, so that's winner, winner, chicken dinner in the end. So yeah, uh, give me you dub to score the cover. Brad Evans live on the line. Always great to talk to you, buddy. Guys, I'm sweating out UNBC. I need oh, them to score more <laughs> damn points right now against Hampton. Yes, I'm betting on college basketball. That's completely meaningless right now. It's always meaningless unless you've got something on it, and then there's always meaning to it. Brad, you know the rules. That's always how it goes. Good luck. We're rooting for points for you on that. <laughs> Gracias, amigos. Uh, Wizards up. Look at that. Wizards up now 29-20, PJ. Live total, 232.5. We're like the only people that care about this game, by the way. And the only reason I'm bringing it up is because you brought it up, and now all I can do is sit here and go, yeah, it really. Like, I knew the game was going on, but I could not care less today. Yeah, it's a slow night. ACC, SEC challenge starts tomorrow in college basketball. I'll be locked in, but uh, not not really many games tonight. And you know what? That's good, because then we can focus on Monday night football, which is good. We're less than an hour away from kickoff in that. Joshua Dobbs, will the story continue? Maybe. I Hero hope so. once again. Well, yeah. Get into the get end zone, Josh. We're live from National Harbor. It's Bet MGM tonight. 
It's time for a short commercial break. Don't go anywhere, though, because we'll be right back with even more BetMGM Tonight. Presented by BetMGM. Live from BetQL.